This looks familiar though. Listen, who you guys? Welcome, fish faces, to Geek Salad episode 131. I can't hear you! <laughs> I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. And we are here today to talk all about our best and, well, comically least best <laughs> uh, concert going experiences. Concert. What was that? I can't hear you! <laughs> okay, All right, so let's, um, first of all, I do want to discuss something real quick. All right, for, we did get a couple of social media things, not a, not a whole, whole lot. Uh, and Joe, I know you got a lot of people who are talking about um, the Clapton concert you the went first, to. The first Clapton concert we'll, went to. We'll get into that. Um, Chris from Chris's Cultural Corner mentioned that Astro Concerts, I've only been to two, Expose and the Wilson Sisters of Heart. Yeah, <laughs> big shocker. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, there's that. Um, Color me surprised. You yep. get down with your bad self there, Boogie. Exactly. <laughs> and then for uh, Steve at ApeCod Twitter, um, he's only been to four concerts, Weird Al twice and Rush twice. And now you know why. Oh, I think I might a, be on the autism spectrum. What a good song. I should know. Two, bands, two groups I have never seen live, so yeah, he's got me beat. That's yeah, well, you. I mean, Rush, I mean, for, that's like nerd, Nirvana. Yeah, exactly. You know, as far as uh, oh, yeah, live exactly. Concert. 
Actually, I, I was actually I was supposed to go to the Rush pre- the Presto tour in high school. Oh really? Yeah. Steve, oh man. Steve Morosky freaking chipped me out of it. Oh, a hole. Oh, is is Weird Al coming? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, he is. He's uh, coming September. Oh Jesus. Uh yeah, he's coming in Florida. August, August, September. Yeah, September September first, boarding house park and roll. Huh. And September 2nd, back in New Hampshire, Pavilion in Guilford, New Hampshire. Interesting. We have a wedding coming up. I'm far too poor to do, or, do anything. <laughs> By wedding, I mean my sister-in-law's wedding. Ah. We are far too poor to do anything. So anyway, um, since that was really about it, besides Joe's, you know, you, you, you're going to talk about your reminiscing about Clapton. Let's discuss some concert tropes and cliches that happen in every show you ever go to. And the first one is that. The, I can't hear you. Oh, we were in we were in this city last night, and they were way louder than you. Well, well, the one, the one, especially being from the area, because unless you actually go to like the TD Bank North or a lot of the, for us, a lot of the concerts out here are either like Great Woods, yeah. or Gillette Stadium. But everybody says, "Welcome to Boston." It's like mm, we are an hour and a half away from Boston. <laughs> oh yeah, that happened. <laughs> oh jeez! That happened once. We went to we um my friends and I went to a triple bill at uh, Great Woods. Mm-hmm. So that is in Mansfield, Massachusetts, or the Xfinity Center, as they call roughly it. Roughly about an hour and a half outside of Boston. Yeah. Um, it was the Sugar Cubes, <laughs> Public Image Limited, and New Order. And the Sugar Cubes from uh, Iceland uh, could not pronounce Boston or Massachusetts. Oh. Hello, Boston, Massachusetts! <laughs> oh, God, this is bad. Oh, this is, is going to go real this is bad. Not end well. Even Bjork's like, I am going to fuck up music something fierce <laughs> if we don't get a good show going right now. <laughs> and indeed, she did. <laughs> yeah. That's where I saw Jimmy Buffett. Oh, God. Jimmy Buffett, where old people go to act young. Well, we were there with a lot of young people. Okay. Acting old. <laughs> no, acting drunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you go, Yay, you, lids. You go, um, you go to a Jimmy Buffett concert, not exactly. You you go for the tailgate, and then you watch the concert, whatever, and then you leave. And they realize that he but, only but, has, like, three palatable songs. And, you know, it's like, well, that's okay, because you're really, really drunk. Because yeah. we got there at 9 in the morning. We rented an RV for our group. Drove there. Parked in the RV area. Some people, some of our group had taken a twister board and changed it into like cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. shark fins, and margaritas, and one other Jimmy Buffett thing. And we were playing Twister, and I had, you know, I was pouring uh, Coronas into coconuts and throwing a lime in. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's, like, it's like going to a fish concert. I really want to go to a fish concert to listen to the nine minute guitar solo while stone sober. Right. <laughs> Wow, I, this isn't that good. No. I have one fish concert story. Okay, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I did not go. I was driving a bus at UMass Amherst. <laughs> and I was driving the kids to the fish concert. Oh, no. At night. And the front part of the bus, when the doors are closed, the lights are blue. Yeah. Uh, to not blind the driver and white out the window. So I close the door, the lights go out, and the kids are like, this and all the seats are blue. This bus is so blue. Wow, J- Jimmy Morrison was sitting right here, man. The blue bus. 
Gosh. And I'm like, I'm glad you guys are taking the bus to the concert. <laughs> Shut up, or I'm driving this off the bridge. No, no. I am glad they weren't driving. Yep. That's the. That could they, have been they, you on the other side. And it cool. wasn't like it wasn't like the 21 year old who was like, "It's my 21st birthday. How's it going?" By the way, don't crash. Leans over the line, grabs the steering wheel, and yanks it. Oh god. Fortunately, it was a really old bus. It had like 25 degrees of play in the wheel, so nothing <laughs> bad happened. His friends were like, "We're so sorry. We're getting off the bus." And I said, "Yes, you are." Because I have the power to throw you off the bus whenever I want. Yeah. <laughs> Question oh, wow. was, was it smoking or was it chewing? Um, the kids that were, that were the, the blue bus kids, probably both. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a fish concert. There's no... You know, I, I, I smoked mushrooms, you know. I don't know yeah. what they were doing. Whatever it was, it was probably organic, oh. and they were probably higher than the cut. They were they were having a good time, and they weren't violent. Well, you know, and, and I have a great story. So. I mean, that should About be that, that should be something you should just wager is at what point in the concert from the when you start the concert, everyone should grab their stopwatches and just figure out exactly when. The, the reek of weed <laughs> shows up in the show. It's like, and when we went to go see Duran Duran Joe, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Oh, yeah. The first time they, they cranked out one of their new songs. Speaking, speaking, <laughs> you know what? Speaking of Duran Duran, because Andy and I went. A couple oh, of my ago. God. I haven't tailgated in forever. Holy shit. How I haven't tailgated in forever. <laughs> we are <laughs> not young men. And again, apparently, neither did have Mike and Jim because they had a rough day the next day. Oh, God. That's but just, I believe Jim's comment was good. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, I mean, it, like I said, uh, Andy and I went to the Duran Duran concert, and I have to say, I was very impressed with them. Mostly from the standpoint, like, Duran Duran, their studio albums are heavily produced. Yep. They're a very heavily produced band. And a lot more, more often than not, when you go see a live band, or a band that's heavily produced, you see them live. It and doesn't really translate, it doesn't translate very well as a live, as a concert. And Duran Duran actually sounded very, very good. They sounded great. They, they translated very well. Well, and that's the nice thing about the entire show. And that, that's one of those tropes I like to talk about. The, the useless opening band or the band, the opening oh, band that Nile forgets Rogers their is, place. Yeah, Nile Rodgers knew exactly what his job was. It was to get out there, get the crowd excited, play the two songs that people know from Chic, and then a whole bunch of stuff he wrote. Yep. And then it was like, this was a party. We heard Let's Dance. Because he wrote Let's Dance. Nice. All yeah, excited oh, yeah, about was... that. He got he got the crowd revved up. Oh, he got the crowd revved up. Duran Duran did a great job. I would have opened up for something other than something new. Uh, well, yeah. And that's the other thing too that 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 joke about. All right, here's a song from our new album. Boo! <laughs> I was just kidding. <laughs> here's hungry like a wolf. 
What's the quickest way to make me go to the bathroom? Say, here's a track from our new album. Bye. <laughs> Later. 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 kind of crawling up on me now. So yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We had to drink a lot of big beers that night. We too. drank a lot of big beers. I think I took the porcelain off of one of those toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, what was your response when I texted you and said, asking you if you had a hangover the next day? You said you had uh, woken up at 3 a.m., had three Advils. And then went right back to bed, and that was fine. I actually went to the gym that morning. Uh, I was... I was... Well, the thing is, I, I was smart. For every beer I had, I had two bottles of water. Good thinking. Yeah, you know? that's how you do it. So I had, like, I had, like, six beers that entire night, but I was... I had enough water that water? You were floating. Man. I was floating. By the time I got home, I was like, I gotta... <laughs> Get out of the way! <laughs> did you lose your bed that night too? I did. I had to sleep in my daughter's bed. <laughs> Stand up, oh. Diane. I gotta go. Actually, the funny thing about the um, the Duran Duran show was that Autumn had gone to see Paul McCartney that same night. I got oh. for her. <laughs> That's right, because they hadn't started. It was halfway through the Duran Duran concert when they finally started, started McCartney. Yeah, McCartney. Yeah. Oh, God, it was hilarious. Um, I mean, my, my wife enjoyed the show a lot. She enjoyed her Uber rides more. Oh dear! <laughs> but you know, you're talking about Catherine the um the effect on as that weed has on having to tra- tra- traffic people from one show to another. Um, Autumn missed her one of her proms, or she was going to miss one of her proms because her boyfriend in high school got Pink Floyd tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the only reason why she was there not was because not because he wanted to take his girlfriend to see Pink Floyd. He needed a sober drive home. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he got wrecked. Oh, man. Yep, yep. And I'm sure it was during one of their new songs. So, uh, <laughs> it was in 94, so it was the, um... Was it was the, Division Bell. Division Bell, exactly. So, all right, we're going to play a song from this one now. Okay. Like Who's got Bell. weed? <laughs> Um, I would love to see a uh, Def Leppard concert. Oh, okay. Well, let's we'll get into that in just a second. Um, <laughs> concerts that we have seen, Mike. Uh, the, I know you haven't seen a lot. The only one that I can really remember with any clarity is uh, saw Travis Tritt. Okay. Uh, at uh, I don't know when this was. 2001, 2002, maybe? Wow, okay, it's been a while for you. Yeah. Oh, man. That, that was, I believe, is, that was at Great Woods slash Expanding Center. Slash whatever the hell it was then. Yeah. I'm just trying to make a living watching everybody else having fun. Well, I don't miss much if it happens on the dance hall floor. Look what just walked through that door The boss, I know the country station now is WKLB. It was it was something different back then. It was like ninety six point nine. All right. Um, and it was their summer concert series. Oh. Um, so they had a, you know a number of acts, and most of them were really really good actually. Huh. And well, I, you know I'm I'm st- I still enjoy country music, and Travis Tritt 
knew how to do a really good um, session. All right. That's the only one I can remember. Okay. <laughs> how about you, Joe? Uh, Name a concert. Well, obviously, the, I mean, the, the one that's, I mean, I've, I've seen them eight times. I've seen them clapping eight times. Jesus. No. Oh, yeah, anytime. I, well, the, it's, the last time I saw them was with James. Was me and Diane, Moose, and his wife. Yeah. And our, our wives were pregnant at the time. Oh, man. That was the last time we saw them because after kids came along, I was like, okay, we can't really. And this, uh, yeah, um, Moose's daughter is Soph's age, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so that was, was eight years ago. Okay. Yeah, she's a little younger, but yeah. But, no, the one that really stands out for me was the first concert we went to, which was the, which, which was Eric Clapton. It was the, All right. The day before my birthday, August 9th, 1990. Oh, God. So it was me, Moose, uh, a friend of mine, uh, from Florida, Mike, and then Lori Thomas. All right. So she's Lori Thomas Silver now, but she was right. Lori Thomas. And we went with uh, James's neighbor, my Costage, and his rickety old Cavalier station wagon, <laughs> which was a rolling death trap. We didn't think we were going to make it to the concert, and then coming back, we didn't think we were going to make it back. Oh my God! All right. But yeah, I mean, I just it, it just stands out to me because this was like the first concert I've ever seen. It was an artist that I absolutely loved. I was just like, everything I dreamed about. And it was the Journeyman tour. All right. Which was, Journeyman was like his, the pinnacle of his comeback. You know, All right. After Live Aid. I mean, it was one of his, probably one of his best. It was, but that was also pre-Tears in Heaven too, right? Correct, right. All right. So, which hmm. was, that was, and I saw the concert after Tears in Heaven. Which was, All right. Now that was emotionally draining. <laughs> I'm sure. Because, I mean, it was his first concert tour after his son died. It was after Unplugged. Oh, cool. So he also died, that's when he started doing his, uh, his like, acoustic set. And it was just, like, just so emotionally depressing. It's like, oh, my God. All right. And, and that one, I, I I'll play Layla now. All right. Do, 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 no, no, actually, no. Do, do, do. Oh, no, every time he plays Layla, Layla is always the encore. Yeah. And he always does it electric. Good. So. That was ninety two. I saw I took that was James, myself, Don Plant, and Matt Costage. Oh wow. So like I said, I've seen him I've seen him eight times. Love it. I mean any chance I get. Well unfortunately though, he's he's getting nerve damage in his hands, so he's, oh. like, he's not sure if he's gonna be able to tour anymore. Oh that's so, well at least you've seen him eight times. Yeah, I've yeah. seen that, so Catherine? Uh, I went to see Weird Al a few years ago. <laughs> Shot. Kelsey the Freeze. I've only seen him the once. 
As I walk through the valley where I harvest my grain, I take a look at my wife and realize she's very plain. But that's just perfect for an Amish like me. You know I shun fancy things like electricity. At 4.30 in the morning, I'm milking cows. Jebediah feeds the chickens and Jacob plows. Fool and I've been milking and plowing so long that even Ezekiel thinks that my mind is gone. I'm a man of the land, I'm into discipline. Got a Bible in my hand and a beard on my chin. But if I finish all of my chores and you finish thine, then tonight we're gonna party like it's 1699. We've been spending most our lives living in an Amish paradise. Churn butter once or twice Living in an Amish paradise It's hard work and sacrifice Living in an Amish paradise We sell quilts at discount price Living in an Amish paradise <clears throat> I haven't been to many concerts, but we went and saw them in Northampton Yeah And the audience was kind of lackluster and So... There was one point where you had to do the great big mashup to get everybody wound up with all yeah. the, uh, the, the the songs they they know. know they know. But he was it's like the the last leg of the tour, so everybody's heard the new album, so we know those songs. Yeah. But it was it was just yeah, it was really sad. I was like, yeah, we had so much fun, and all the rest of the people around us are like, yeah, we're out. That does kind of that sounds like the kind of artist where it would you would it would almost have to depend on the audience. Yeah. If the yeah. audience sucks. The concert's not going to be as good. Well, no. They, they, that the band, Weird Al and his band were yeah. excellent. Oh yeah. It was just, you know, it's the the, the audience the the, the, the uh, well, uh venue didn't have the energy. The the show had the energy. Right. Because Weird Al has all the energy. Oh, yeah. that, that's one thing I always enjoy about going to clapping concerts is the cross section of people in the audience. Yeah. Just because I mean you're talking about an artist who's been around since nineteen sixty four. Right. You know, you got People my age, and then, like I said, the first concert I went to, I was 16. You have 16, and then you have people who are my parents' age rocking out to it, and I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. Well, that's... And smoking weed. No, there you go. There's, there's that. First concert I ever went to uh, at the old Sullivan Stadium, now oh, Gillette God. Stadium, 1983, The Police. With special opening guests, a flock of seagulls, and <laughs> I have all three under my belt now for a live band scene. Raise wow. your hand if you were surprised that his first concert was Police. Nope. Shouldn't be. No. Yeah. And the fact that Flock of Seagulls was the very first band I ever saw live, too. I'm not getting They opened for the fix. Um, 
I don't remember a whole lot from the show. I remember like because they they released like a, a like a live um, Jesus, video. Jesus, Andy, you were eleven. Yeah, went to your first concert I went to my first concert at eleven. Did wow. they play uh, Iran? Huh? Did of course. Play? Oh, yes, they did. Of course they did. <laughs> All right, thank you. <laughs> at that point, they were promoting Listen, so uh, their second album. They had a second. They album? They had a second out joke. I could name them songs. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you could, you could. No, it was funny because I wasn't expecting to go. My um, mother's friend had a spare ticket. And he wanted her to go, and my mom couldn't go because, you know, someone had to watch me and my sister. And she's like, do you want to go see the police? I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, I do. I skipped a swim meet to go to uh, <laughs> to see them. And it was, it, seriously, it was, like, life-changing for me. Just watching, uh, first of all, watching my first concert. And we were in the nosebleeds. Yeah. We were in another zip code compared to where the state was. Um, but, oh, my God, it was a great show. And, I mean, fortunately, they have that tour. Like, they recorded that tour. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a CD, a live CD of it. And there's a video of it. It's just, it's excellent. Are you on that? In that I am not in that one. No, no. The one they did was in Georgia. What's in Georgia? That police concert. Any other shows you got to talk about, Mike? No? Catherine? Uh, I really don't want this to be the Joe and Andy show, but uh, <laughs> uh went to see Paul McCartney. Ooh, Ooh what was that? Um, when, what, okay, when stuff did stuff off the new album, man? When did you when uh, did you see him? Would have been like ninety, ninety one, ninety yeah, ninety ninety or ninety one. Okay, so what actually that was um the my, I, I don't remember the name of the album. My Brave Face was the big hit off of oh, that. Oh, that's right. And it was it a had, big. It, it was a big. That was a big album for him. Yeah, there was like. Uh, was uh, animals on the T-shirt. Okay. Yeah, that was after No More Lonely Nights because he hadn't had it. Oh yeah, No More Lonely Nights. Nights was in the early. That was um, give my regards to Broad Street. Right. And then he, he didn't have an album until that. Much. Yeah. Yeah, this is the concert that I don't remember much about the concert. What I remember is the trip down and back because it was me, Jake, Shamus Tobin. Oh my, oh my God. God. And Roberta Lane. Oh my God. Yeah, we were driving down in a VW Bug. The rest of them were a year ahead of me. They all had their learner's permits. I didn't have anything. Oh Jesus! Wow. So we were driving down, down and it was it was at a it was at in Foxborough, I think, and we were all like, "God, we hope we don't get pulled over." Oh God, that reminds me. Um, when we go see Metallica, uh, I still had the Cinderella driver's license at that point, yeah. and it was me, um, Dave Mariner. I don't know if you guys I remember, remember him. him. Yeah. The name rings um, he was in my class. I remember him. Yeah. Um, I'll have to look him up. And, oh, God, I don't remember. It's someone else from Hudson. And we drove, remember my, uh, remember my 1983 Nissan Sentra? Maybe. I guarantee I've driven you home. I drove you home. I'm sure. At least a whole bunch of times. Um, yes, that car. That car lived until it died. Was, um, that, was that the one that didn't have any heat? Yeah, it had no heat. Um, it was a standard. I was the only one in the high, in high school driving a standard at that point. Um, I really I don't think that's true. But anyway. I, um, I couldn't drive yet, but I learned how Right, right. You're also two years behind me, too. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Metallica. We went to, it was Worcester Centrum, oh, The Cult, and Metallica. The Cult, first of all, was awful. And I really wanted to see them. In fact... Jim went with uh, his friend Steve and Steve Fish, and they left after the cult were over. They're like, "Oh fuck, Metallica! We're leaving. We saw the cult." Ugh. You guys are idiots. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ian Asbury was so, let's just say schnockered, um, <laughs> that, uh, he just could not perform. He couldn't remember any of the words. And really the only thing I took away from the cult's performance was that Matt Sorum, it was the year before Matt Sorum joined Guns N' Roses. Yep. Um, but Metallica was really, really good. They played a very long, loud show. And then I had to drive from Worcester, which is closer to where I lived in Hudson, to Acton to drop Dave off. Back to Hudson to drop who, I don't even remember who it was. I think it might have been Mike Carrado. Um, drop him off at home and then get home before the stroke of one. One. Yeah. When my was... license turned into a pumpkin. That's right. <laughs> yep. I made it at 1259.58. <laughs> I could have di- I could have diffused a bomb at that point. <laughs> so yeah, that's my my horrible driving story. I've had a lot of bad driving stories at, for high school, but that one was just look at it home. <laughs> I'm too pretty for prison. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because you know there was a cop following you the entire time, just, oh, yeah. just watching the watch. Exactly. Well, we were trying to figure out what lie we were going to tell. It's like, why is the person with the dr- learner's permit driving? Why is the person in shotgun? Why is there, why is there no adult? Permit? Why is there no adult in the car? And we're like, well, Shamus, you sit in the back and pretend to be drunk <laughs> and pretend you have a license, <laughs> and this will work out. Then he'd go fine. into that Tobin rage that he was so famous for. Yeah. <laughs> the Hulk. He Hulk out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get caught. The most uh, soft spoken tough guy I've ever seen in my life. Johnny. Jesus Christ. Oh, I miss him. Peace. I miss yeah. him, yeah. Oh he was uh it's so so many good times. Yeah. Um what are the shows that we got, Joe? Um, I mean what well, I did remember I also saw Diamond Rio once. Okay. And and I, I, show? I, yeah, I I love Diamond Rio. They're they're one of my all time favorite groups. How rowdy do country concerts get? I'm asking that in all seriousness. Not overly rowdy. Yeah. You, you do see a lot of cowboy hats. Okay. A lot of did, cowboy hats. Did you hear the story about when uh, my friend Joe, not you, another Joe, and um, his friend Dave, who was black, went to go see Leonard Skinner? Oh, God. Right, be- right before Sweet Home Alabama. They're like, the South will rise again! And this, and right uh, right behind the presenting, this gigantic Confederate flag just drops. Oh, no! Joe looks at Dave. Dave's like, we need to get the fuck out of here right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to go way bad. Run! Oh, God. Sweet Home Alabama, the official lynching song of the South. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> As they see you, they see me, and someone's getting strung up, and it ain't going to be you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. God. Yeah, I've never been to a country show, so, I mean, I've, the closest I've seen are, like, country opening acts. Mm. Like, the time that I was the uh, beer mule for uh, for my friend Dan, for Brian Adams. <laughs> <laughs> the opening band Wait, for Brian Adams. Which was this one? Oh, God. This was actually when, this was the... Um, this is the um, everything I do for, I do it for you tour. Oh, this is right the big tour. This is the right after a year after Robin Hood. Yeah. This was the tail end of the tour when they started like just shitting out like whatever single they could put out at that point. I think it was that uh, can't stop this thing we've started. Oh god! 
at that point. But essentially, I was there solely as the 21-year-old to go get beer for my friend Dan. Ticket was paid for. Beer was paid for. But he wanted to get drunk. And I could drive his car because he drove a car older than mine. <laughs> but the, the, the opening band, I don't even remember the name, but it was a country band. And um, it was North Carolina, so they they took to them with open arms. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like when you go to a... Have you guys ever been to a Christian rock band? A Christian rock concert before? No. 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 Okay. Um, Actually, no, but I went to a Christian high school, and they did bring in the band. Uh, uh, oh, on my God. Yep. You know, and, it, it is exactly as you think it would be. We should, you know what? I should, should, should ask Sherry if uh, she went to uh, Stripe. Because she loves Striper. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Sherry Shulky? Yeah. Oh, she was huge Striper. Really? Huge! I did not know that. Oh, my God. She loved Striper in high school. You, you, you know you know that episode? Sherry Shulky. We're talking about the same. Really? Yes. You, you, know, you know the episode Honest of South to, Park? Hand to God. Hand to God. You know that? The episode of South Park? Yep. That is exactly how it is. Yep. <laughs> Want to feel you, Jesus, and feel your salvation all over my face. <laughs> I went to a concert. <laughs> I was a sophomore in high school, and I was seeing a young Christian girl. And you would do anything. I, oh, to yes, your pants. indeed. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I, remember that. I was an idiot. Um, <laughs> so we saw Herman. Oh, Herman, God. Yeah, holy love oh, Christian wow. art. Wow. I saw yeah. so much of the hands-up celestial bench press <laughs> during that during that show. I'm like, it's not worth it. This, It's not worth it at all. And down the street, because... You saw, the future, you, you saw your future, and you're like, hell no. I am just going to back out slowly right now. <laughs> I, am, I am like Joe and David Leonard Skinner. It's just going to... Fuck out of here right now. <laughs> did she offer you a promise ring? No, she did not. No, God, thank God that did not long. I know, but the funny thing was, it was it was the same night, it was in the same town, the same night David Lee Roth oh, God. was in town. So we got a half hour lecture about how, you know, you guys are all good for being here because all the kids down at the concert down the street, they're all strung out on drugs. And they're probably all having a good time too, right? You know, probably, they can probably, probably sing along to one of your songs, right? Or is it just me? Carmen David Lee Roth. DLR. That, that's back when he was so skinny and, you know, relevant. Make a silver splits. Oh, my God. <laughs> that show. Jesus. <laughs> wow. So that's your bad, your bad concert story? Oh, I have tons of bad concert stories. <laughs> Let's start with 1988, Def Leppard, uh, which was a great at the, show. At the, at the height of their powers? At the height of their powers, and it wasn't them. Uh, it was at, the, at Great Woods, back when it was so-called Great Woods. Um, it was me and Kevin Nesmith on the lawn, yeah, wow. on the lawn for Def Leppard with special opening guest, because you have to do that, special right. opening guest, Europe. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Opened and closed. With the final countdown. With the final countdown. The final They were booed off the station. They were garbage being thrown at them from the lawn section of Great Woods. <laughs> you suck! That takes an arm. But we're going to do Carrie now! Fuck you! You suck! <laughs> Carrie! Yeah. I like Carrie. Well, do your one song. Do yeah. your one song and get off. Know your place. Well, you know, it's, it, it's funny. Like I went to see Fastball 
at the hat shelf. Jesus! I took off. It was me and my wife. All right. Like, well, my ex-wife. All right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> and they only did one. Well, the thing is, it was advertised. It was a free concert, and they fastball the headliner, and like, we figured they were going to do the whole, the whole set. Nope. They did the one song and got off. Oh, good for them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for knowing where your place in the pecking order is. All right. I'm getting back on the red line. I'm going home. Oh, God. That's like... It's like I, I've seen R.E.M. three total times. R.E.M. is one of my all-time favorite bands. I've seen them three times. None of those three times are with the woman I'm with now. <laughs> um, I went once with my ex. The, actually, didn't, you, didn't you go three times with your exes? Uh, no, no. Actually, twi- twice I actually went with friends. Oh, okay. Um and that, that was back in 89, back on the uh, Green Tour. So I saw them in Worcester, and I saw them at Great Woods. Same, it was like the same tour. Just like caught them on one end of the tour, then the other end of the tour. I saw them on the Monster Tour, and I was living in Virginia, and the future ex, Mrs. Andy, was with me on that one. And that was not a fun show. I should have seen the writing on the wall, but that's just Well, me. it's funny you mentioned that, because... The one bad concert I went to see, the, the one bad Eric Clapton concert I went to see was with her. Was the Pilgrim tour in 1998? Yep. And it was two months before the shit hit the fan. Okay, fantastic. That is awesome. I'm glad that we have those those concerts. Oh so, yeah. Hey, at least I've seen the Police with my wife. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, yeah. I've seen, I've seen Eric Clapton with that yeah. four times. We haven't. Autumn and I actually don't go to a lot of concerts. Like we went to the Police. We saw Lorena McKennett, which I was like silently kicking and screaming for, but really actually enjoyed that show. Well, Diane, I mean, the last concert Diane and I went together with, like I said, was Eric Clapton, yeah. and she was pregnant with so. But she goes a lot. Like her friend Cindy is huge Hootie and the Blowfish fan. Oh Jesus, are they still around? No, well, no, no. She, goes, she goes to see Darius Rucker. She's friends. Oh, with yeah. She's friends with Darius. He's a country. Yeah, I know. So they go see them a lot. They, you know, Diane used to go to the Guinness Fla a lot, a lot in uh, Suffolk Down. Yep. Um, they go see Cowboy Mouth a lot. They go so. She sees music that I'm not really into. Gotcha, gotcha. I mean, my Autumn wants to see Great Big C whenever they come around. I wouldn't mind seeing them. Joe would love to see Great Big C. I loves Great Big C. I will let you know then whenever they do come around, or you let us know when they're coming around. Yeah. Um. We actually saw this band. I gotta, I gotta look up their, their, their stuff on Spotify real quick. So I don't remember the name of the band. We went to this thing through, um, through NPR, uh, the, the Celtic, uh, so the Celtic Music Sojourn. Okay. They had one, which is essentially is this, it's a this radio program that's all um, Celtic music on Saturdays, and they have these festivals throughout the, these concerts throughout the year. And uh, we went to the St. Patrick's Day show this year. And one of the bands that was featured, now it's going to drive me nuts. I'm not going to remember the name of the band. i got to look for them. So I'm just going to keep talking until I, I find them here. Well, it was a drop so, from Murphy's, right? Yeah, yeah. So the drop. <laughs> oh, so, oh, yeah. So many scally dogs. Oh, Jesus. Uh, they're called The Outside Track. And they were really I, – I like them so much. I'm like, okay, well, while we're waiting to get out of the parking spot, let's follow them on Spotify. <laughs> so, hey, they get my subscription money. So – What's what's the con- one concert you wish you had gone to? Oh, we're gonna get to that. We had that as a, yeah, as a complete. Yeah, we're, I got so- a couple more concerts okay. I went to that were fun. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. well, no, that, that's the last part of the show. Okay, Joe. Okay, okay. Catherine, Catherine, go ahead. I've been to a decent number now. I didn't realize. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not like a concert, like huge stadium right, or theater right. concert. I saw they might be giants. 
That would have been a good New Haven. I saw them at the Boston Orpheum, and I got into a car accident on the way there and still managed to make it in time for the show. Yeah, my my, my brother bought me tickets for my birthday before he moved to, uh, my brother Mike, before he moved to California. Yeah. A while before that, he bought me tickets for my birthday, and we, we, he bought them at Strawberries, so you know this was a while ago. Yeah. Um, And he was like, I don't actually know where it is. So we went to a Strawberries, got the information, called the theater. To get directions because you know no smartphone no GPS. Yep. <laughs> How did we buy concert tickets back in the day? Oh my god, I've got stories but, but about yeah. that. But let Catherine finish hers yeah, first. So, so we drove down to New Haven. We park. We get there. Um, I think it was called Toad Hall or something. Okay. So was, yeah, um, Toad Hall. Yeah, and that was a fun show. And we went up. There was a quote mosh pit unquote. <laughs> my, my brother had been to mosh pits he's like this is not a mosh pit don't think you can survive a mosh pit it was just a whole bunch of nerds pushing each other back and forth across the dance floor yeah um if somebody like dropped their glasses everybody would hold the rest of everybody back so they could get their glasses up on yeah, my glasses there was no there was no sw- leg sweeps or anything yeah but not it was a, just not a night they might be giants i don't think so but it was it was a lot of they were confused it was a lot of it was a lot of fun good energy and, and that reminds me of you know i saw um uh, Moxie Froob is a Canadian band a few huh? times and saw them in Central Square at the Middle East and they were like and we were, were like yelling and screaming and they're like you know we're going to do a live album Rawr! we can't do it in Boston because you people are too loud Rawr! you're not supposed <laughs> to cheer that <laughs> speaking of the whole we can't hear you yeah. That's, my, that's my opposite of we can't hear yeah, that's story. Great. That's great. <laughs> oh. yeah, their, their live album has one, a couple tracks filmed that were uh, recorded in the Boston area. Yeah. Because they were recorded at MIT. Oh. <laughs> so they were not yeah. quite as loud. Closest thing to a live album story I have is that um, my wife's neighbors growing up were are actually on the, the in flap of the Kinks live album. Because I don't know if the record, the album was recorded in Boston, but the picture of Ray Davies certainly was. And he's kind of like, he's got his hand out to the audience. There are people reaching out for it. And there are John and Sue Shanahan right there, grabbing on a Ray Davies. Nice! In sight of everybody. So that's really cool. Uh, nice. Yeah. Buying concert tickets. Back in the day. Back in the day. Here's what we used to do. First of all, I was the first one of my friends with the car. Right. So I was the one that would wake up at four in the fucking morning to wait in front of strawberries or whatever music store, like the Mr. minor C's chord, or whatever. Happened. The minor chord, Jesus. This is why I'm happy that most of my friends who want to go to college lived in Hudson, so I don't have to that far to drive. Um, I would like me it would usually be me and Brian Berry waking up super early in the morning, getting breakfast, and waiting out on my car 
in line to buy tickets for, for, for bands that we didn't really even need to wait in line for concerts and, for. Well, you, you had to read you had to read the Boston Globe every uh, the Globe or the Herald to see what concerts were coming and find out when the tickets were going on. Oh, sale. we would just find out. There was like that. It was like the drum, you know, it's just this <laughs> network of things. Yeah. Um, but I did have to stand in line for a bunch. Like my friend Emmett wanted to go see Motley Crue. He didn't have his driver's license, so I had to wake up super early in the morning. Wait for him to wake his fat ass up. Come on! I'm not buying your tickets for it. So I, you know, I drove him, left him in line. And he's like, well, you got to stand here with me? I'm like, nope. Bye-bye. I'll be back in two hours. <laughs> and after, you know, before cell phones, before, you know. So you actually had to wait. In line. In back in hours. line. I had, I have waited in line for concerts I didn't even go to. Yeah. Um, just because I had the car. And, yeah. I gotta tell you, online ticket buying, so much easier. So much easier. Well, I love it too, because the last two concerts we've been to have been because American Express does the, the super early savers. So Rebecca buys our concert tickets for us, then we just pay her back. Right. Um, what other concert stories do we have? You get, oh, God. I got tons, so no, Joe, really, please. Not, I don't want to toss them. Not really. I mean. All right. So let's see. Uh, Europe, uh, open and close, final countdown. Uh, Andy was beer mule. All right. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I've only seen them once live. Um, saw them in Boston a few years ago for Stadium Arcadium. Jim and I went, and it was a shit show. The, they were an hour and a half late getting to Ooh. to Boston. So the Mars Volta was their opening band, forgot their place as the opening band, and played for an hour and a half. Now, if you're not familiar with the Mars Volta, mm. their music sounds like they took a cat and rubbed it against a cheese grater for two straight hours. <laughs> there were no breaks in any of their songs. So it's this noise. And I'm, oh. I, I'm not sure. I'm really. This was ten years ago, so I'm really not trying not to show my age. It was a lot of noise. That was my early God. Ten years ago, Jesus. That was in my early thirties then. Yeah. Fuck. All right. <laughs> um. Oh, Joe. Foo Fighters. The, yeah. That was yeah. the first concert I went to in seven years. Was when we went really? To Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great that show. Was awesome. We were in the Sully section. I didn't realize how so, much. I didn't realize how much I hate Boston. So many scally caps. Hey, Sully. Hey, you going to see this band, Sully? Hey, Sully, the drop kicks a hit. Sully, could you believe this fucking security guard? Oh, yeah, Jesus fucking Christ. I'm smoking a fucking joint. And this guy's this fucking faggot's telling me I can't smoke my fucking joint in the fucking stadium. He saw this was like, hey, do you guys mind if I smoke my joint here? Go right on ahead, time, sir. Go right on ahead. The drop kicks are fucking awesome, right? Yeah, I heard they're not going to be playing shipping up to Boston. Oh, fuck that. They're going to play it. <laughs> they play it. He looks back like, you see? Like, yeah. You know. You didn't think they were going to play, play it. They were going to play it. Whammo. They got you with it. <laughs> fucking band. And it was funny, too, because it's like, we could have gotten the Boston's if we had gone the night before. Exactly. Ugh, I would have much rather seen the Boston's play. Like, the dropkick Murphys, of course, they were playing in Boston. They wouldn't play shipping up to Boston. Yo, Jesus. No, that would be, be anticlimactic. Most complimentary <laughs> thing I can say about the dropkick Murphys is that they actually use the word literally correct on their Twitter thing for, <laughs> Dear Donald Trump, stop using our music. We literally hate you. Yep. Um, I think I saw them like the 
before they hit. And oh like God. A, on like a bar on Moody Street. That would totally make sense because realistically, let, let, let's define the drop kicks hitting big. Because they're. After 2004. After 2004, they had a big local hit. That's it. Local hit. They had, um, Tessie. Right. Yeah. Because the, the Red Sox won. If, if the Red Sox hadn't won the World Series that year, you would never hear the ball. And then. And you they shipped it up to Boston, came out. You wouldn't have heard of the dropkick Murphys out of land, outside of land. Right. If the departed wasn't set in Boston, you would have never heard ship it up to Boston, and that would have been it for the dropkicks. Yeah. Now they show up at every 4th of July in the half shell. Yeah, it was like 2003 to 2004. It was a, it was a fun night. And, yeah. And, you know, I, I swear to God, the band said that their name was the Dropkick Murphys. Oh, I'm sure. Um, another concert experience I had was um, I saw Everclear. On the warp, on the Van Snowcore tour. Wow. Uh, the warp tour, rather, in, oh god, 99. I was living on the Cape, and I drove all the way up to Lowell to see this. Oh, jeez. Wow. That far to see Everclear? Everclear, Soul Coughing, and the Black Eyed Peas pre Fergie. Ah. Oh. So I had bought tickets for a girlfriend, okay? Were, were they good at that point? Who oh, the uh, the Black Eyed Peas? Black Eyed Peas essentially were like the Wu Tang Clan. They just kept bringing members on stage and bringing members on stage until the stage collapsed. Um, <laughs> well, no, I'm just wondering if they were good before Fergie because we know oh, yeah. they are good. After oh yeah, Fergie. no, no, they weren't nonsensical and robotic as they are now. Um, we were there really to see Soul Coughing, which was a really good, you know, you know, drum and bass band. Um, but Everclear, there was a point when, and this is back in the late '90s when. The tradition it shows was to huck batteries at the lead singer. And people would bring a handful of like double A batteries and huck them at the stage. Oh yeah, that, that quarters. You know, they would just like throw shit at the stage that would hurt. Um, because yeah. asshole. And because asshole. So Art stops in the middle of a fucking song. And like, hey, the next person who flings a fucking battery at me, we're out of here. I don't have to deal with this. I kick heroin. I'm like, okay, great. Like the last hour of your songs didn't just already remind us of that. <laughs> why don't you why don't you go into a whole spiel about how shitty your dad was? Oh wait, you've done that already. That was the other hour of your songs. Oh god, that was So what about good concert experiences? We kinda had some really Shitty one, some yeah. I mean, what are some of your more memorable shows? I already told you my. No, I know you got both I've, of them. I've told you. I told you the most. Um, yeah, I mean, it's 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 very rare that, I, like I said, aside from that one concert. Yeah. You know, it's, for the most part, I every concert I've gone to, I've really enjoyed. Yeah. You know, I mean, like I said, as far as memorable, like I said, my first one because this is your yeah. first concert. Like, yeah, that's that stands out. Yeah. Yeah. I've um I mean I, I've never not had a good time at any live show I've ever yeah. been to. Uh I mean some shows are obviously better than others. I mean I saw Smashing Even, Pumpkins back when they were still somewhat relevant. Mm -hmm. Um at in Lowell. Uh well it, it it's funny, one one show I ha I did go see that had had the chance to turn out really bad was uh Pete Pete Townsend. Yep. It was in the mid nineties. Like oh so 90, he was deaf. Ninety two, ninety three. Um it was James and I I forgot the name of the album. It was one of his concept albums and everything else like that. He went to see it, and halfway into the set, the big screen that he had in the back, back yeah. that was integral to the to the story. Yeah. Shit, shit the bed. 
So he couldn't go on with the rest of the album. Right. So instead of just quitting and it's like, well, you know what? Let's do some Who stuff. <laughs> he just did the re- the rest of the show was just like a greatest Who's greatest. Nice. Like, nice. Hey, you know what? I don't need Roger Daltrey. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Um. Yeah, I I went to two Lollapalooza's back when that was still a thing. I went to the first Lollapalooza. <laughs> so the amount of bands that I have under my belt for that one, I mean, I have Living Color, wow. Nine Inch Nails, the Rollins Band, the Butthole Surfers, Jane's Addiction in their like original incarnation. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a great show. I, oh, I saw Ice Tea with Body Count. <laughs> Jesus. So yeah, I mean, there there's some really good shows. What's, what what do you say the best opening band you ever saw was? Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Um, like I don't know. I'm sure somebody opened for Paul McCartney. Don't remember. Right. Uh, nobody opened for Weird Al. Um, nobody could open for Weird Al. No. Nah. No. Nah. He he just he does he does costumes and then in between costume changes he shows footage of like him splicing himself into interviews to make it really funny. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Uh, the only group I could see as opening for uh, Weird Al would be They Might Be Giants. I could yeah. see that. I would almost say Jonathan Colton would open up for yeah, them. Yeah, Jonathan, yeah. Jonathan Colton. They Might Be Giants and Weird Al don't really gel. Well. They're not, really? yeah. No, because... Well, they don't They don't jive. This, they they're do. not as much of a novelty band as I think people think they are. Yeah, they're 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 not. And they've also gotten a lot into children's albums lately right. since they had kids. So they've, they've gotten a little less. But it, yeah, they're they're definitely... They're interesting, but they're not novelty. They did a, they did a cover of the uh, MST3K uh, opening song for the MST3K movie. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, but um, they also did like you know they they've done strange things on stage, but they're not yeah they're not novelty like Jonathan Colton and Weird Al are. Right. So the flavors wouldn't work. Right. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I mean, yeah, I, for me, I think. Uh, Derek Trucks open for Eric Clapton. Okay, that was pretty good. He's in uh, Robert Randolph. All right, Robert uh, Randolph and the Family Band. Uh, I saw Concrete Blonde open for Sting. Oh wow! And that was, oh god, they were fantastic. Really? Like that was run out by their album immediately after. Would that face say I don't know, or that's just a yawn face? That was yawn. Yeah, that was yawn face. Yeah, I got nothing. All right. So let's talk about, Joe, you brought this up earlier. Let's talk about some um, missed opportunities. Miss, well, not so many missed opportunities yet. What bucket lists? What oh. what what artists do you want to see live before they die? Weird Al. All right. I want to see Weird Al at a, at a high energy show. Okay. Not like, you know, he obviously, he always has high energy. His right. band is awesome. I want to see him, see him when the audience. You need to go when his audience doesn't suck. Yeah. All right. I have, to, I have to go early in the tour, not people catching him at the tail end of North Anthem. Right. Um, for me, uh, Mark Knopfler. All right. I've seen, I've seen Dire Straits, the band. Right. Which, which is kind of weird because when I saw him, I saw him in '92. All right. Their, uh, on every street tour, and at the time, it, Dire Straits has gone had gone through so many iterations that it was just. Mark Knopfler and John Isley, which is the, he was the bassist. Yep, and dudes. And dudes. Yeah. So, but it, the thing is about Dire Straits is at the, by the time, at that time, they were real big, they were a big stadium band. Yeah. Mark Knopfler isn't. He's a, he does small venues now. He does, he doesn't do a lot of hard rock right. and roll like he used to. 
And that that's something I'd like to see. I'd like to see him because he, right now he does a lot of roots rock and a lot yeah. of a lot of Celtic style music, which I'd really like to go see. That would be like something that if I don't even know if the Paradise Rock Club is still open or not, but that's not no, like but something like the Orpheum or uh, the oh Wilbur god, the Orpheum. I wish that place still existed. Or the the Wilbur Theater. Yeah, something like you know a small venue like that. That's by the way, Squeeze is coming to the Wilbur. Oh really? I want to see them. That's that's that one of my bucket bands actually. I would love to see Def Leppard. Death they, Leopard, I think I they would, still put on a good show because... I wish I'd seen them at their height. Yeah, during oh, God. During either, that, either the for, during the Paramania or during the... Oh, during the, 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 the Hysteria Tour was phenomenal because it was in the round. Yeah. And if you, like, I saw them, I saw them at Great Woods, so you couldn't see them in the round. There's only yeah. one, it's the very end, that's where everybody is. But um, I know a lot of uh, friends that went to, I think, Worcester to see them, and they did it, they put the stage right in the middle of yeah. the venue, and it's all, it was... It was in the round. It was fantastic, wow. you know. They still put on a good show from everything I've heard because clean living. Yeah. I mean, the only member of the band that lived hard is dead. So, yeah, exactly. Steve Clark, apparently, everybody apparently, else. Apparently, is, Joe Elliott still has the pipes. Oh, so. yeah. That's like Simon Le Bon. Simon Le Bon's voice is great because Simon Le Bon was smart and said, okay, there's only so much of this stuff I'm going to be putting up my nose before I'm yeah. going to ruin myself. Actually, I, I wouldn't mind seeing them now because I even like some of their newer stuff. Like, they got a song from 2002. A long, long way to go. Okay. This is a really, really good yeah. song. Love it's, to see Rush. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was so pissed. That 40th anniversary oh, tour no, I wanted no. to see, but those were so expensive. And but, I'm still, I'm, if, if you haven't noticed, I'm still bitter about uh, missing out on Presto. Yeah, I haven't noticed yet. Oh, God. That actually ruined the friendship. Cavern? I can't think. Can't think? Okay. Um... God, who else? Springsteen. I've always yeah. wanted to see Springsteen live. My mom Yeah, my mom has seen him, I think, like eight times, and it's like, come on, spread the wealth a little bit, mother. Come on. <laughs> I would have, you know, I would have listened to the Stones. Oh yeah. Well, you know, you know, I would like to go back in time and see the Stones. I had a chance to see the Steel Wheel Store. Oh Jesus! In 1989. Yep. My mom, when she was a nurse at the VA at the time, one of her co-workers offered her tickets. Oh man! And she goes, "No, we can't. We're going. We're going down to see our. She might end up seeing our my cousins down yeah. in Connecticut. And on the drive there, she tells me, "Oh, you know, you know the Stone, the Rolling Stones are supposed to be playing. We we almost got tickets for that. I'm like, you tell me that now. 
Yeah, like, fuck my cousins. I want to see the Stones. Well, that, it, was, it, was, it was the Steel Wheels tour. That their actually, first concert tour since 82. It, yeah, exactly. And that honestly would have been the last good opportunity yeah. to see them before they deteriorated into the Walking Dead. And that was a, and that was a good album, dead. too. Steel Wheels was a good Steel Wheels album. is a very good album. Um, God, what other bands would I want to see? Well, yeah, what about bands that got away? I would have Oasis. Huh? Yep. I had a chance to see Oasis twice. Both times they, had, they canceled because the brothers got into a fist fight. Yep. With each other. Hey, I, yeah, I've never seen Oasis. I've seen the Verve Pipe, though. Oh, no, oh, sorry, geez. the Verve. Not the Verve Pipe. They're two completely different bands that sound completely different. The other, the other lanky Welshman. Um, Stone Temple Pilots. I saw them. I had a chance to see them. I saw, actually, that was a surprisingly good show because that was at the peak of Scott Weiland's heroin. <laughs> um,. That's why it was at the beach. That's why. It was, oh, yeah, exactly. It was a problem for Purple. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to see Garth Brooks. Really? Because I've heard, I heard he put on... Actually, like, you know what? He's right. That. He's actually put... He's, I, the, in the early to mid-90s, he would put... I've heard he put on an awesome, awesome Yeah, he, show. Pulled, yeah. he pulled out all of the stops. He, he'd, be like, he'd be like climbing up on the rafters, playing the guitar on, on the ladder. So, yep. like, wow. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many other bands I probably would have loved to have seen live. You know, the funny thing is, I would have never wanted to see The Doors live. No. Or The Beatles live. No. Most of The Beatles' better stuff came after they well, stopped yeah, well, a, lot, anyway. a, lot of, a lot of the Beatles, good Beatles stuff came when they became a heavily produced exactly. studio band. Yeah. It's the same thing with The Beach Boys. A lot of the great Beach Boys stuff, like from Pet Sounds. Yep. Is all heavily produced. Yep. It doesn't sound good live. Yeah, and now when they go out on tour, it's the Mike Love show. It's, where, all, well, it's all the stuff from the early 60s. Which, yep. You know, which is fine. I don't mind the cars. All right, we're going to do Kokomo now. All right, and that's it. Okay, you're going to do Kokomo. I'm going to go pee. What funny thing. Uh, apparently, the Beach Boys uh, did come in concert uh, last month sometime. Yeah. The Beach Boys with special guest star John Stamos. Oh, God. I kid you not. George Harrison. I would have loved to see Oh, yes. Yes, I would have loved George to George Harrison and Clapton when they toured together. Yeah, and that would have actually been within my grasp, yeah. too. I mean, there, there are certain shows that, like, you can lament because you're you're too young. I'm too young to have ever seen The Smiths live or, you know. But, yeah, Clapton, Harrison. I, that would have been I was going to shows then. I, I had a chance. There, there were two concerts that I had a chance to go to. One, we actually had tickets, and it was canceled due to a blizzard. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it was a Guns N' Roses concert, which we were going to go see because the Brian May Band was opening. Really? really? Oh, that would have been nice. Yeah. So we were we were going because the Brian May Band was opening, and and but that was canceled due to snow, and then when it came back, a different band was opening. We were like, fuck it, we're not yep. going. That's another con. Queen. 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 You know what? Live, 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 at, Queen. live at Wembley. Is one oh, of the live best. Eight? Yes. No, not oh. live, live. Live at Wembley '86. It's one of the best live albums ever. Absolutely. Now, here's the thing, though. I actually don't think I would mind seeing Queen with Adam Lambert because I heard I heard he's, he, he carries it. Yeah, he he, he gets what his job is on stage. Yeah. Um, what about live albums? Do you guys have any live albums that you really oh, yeah. love? Oh, my my favorite is um, Dire Straits Live at BBC '79. Oh. <laughs> I know, shocker, right? I know. Well, no, it's, it's, like I said, a lot of people, when, when people say Dire Straits live album, they autom automatically go to Alchemy. Right. Which was, because it's got the eight minute Sultans of Swing solo. Right. Which I think is kind of excessive. Yeah. The live at BBC, it's only a four piece band. They're, they're still, 
it's only they, they still haven't hit fame. You know, right. It, just after their first album came out, so they're still kind of a small band. They're playing a small venue. They're a four-piece band. So it's it's one of the best live albums I, I, I have. Yeah. So. Um, I mean the 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 Springsteen, um, the Springsteen uh, seventy-five to eighty-five yeah. uh, box set. That is a fantastic, is. really good mix of uh, mix of music. Um, REM actually put out a really good um, live album a few, a few years before they broke up. Unfortunately, I don't have the name of the album here, but you know, what a what a good album it was. Very high energy. They didn't. They were actually taking breaks to describe what people thought the lyrics were for some of their songs because yeah. that's their biggest knock. They don't write their lyrics down, so <coughs> excuse me. People don't know what they're what they're singing. Um, you get any of the Pearl Jam, like the you know when Pearl Jam authorized like those '87 bootlegs. No. Uh, they're another band, by the way. That's on my bucket list. I can maybe go see them. I, I remember when Pearl Jam canceled their concerts because of of uh, Ticketmaster. Yep. And so they like took over WAF, and it was just like them wandering around their house talking to people. And I was like, okay, this is. I was like, wow, this is really lame. And I turned it off. Yeah. I'd go see them just because I I, I like Mike McCready as a as a guitar player. Yeah. It's very much a Jimi Hendrix vibe to him. Yeah. When he plays. Um. Oh, there's a really good live out back, and this is more of a lo- like local Boston thing. They used to do these live, these live albums that were exclusive to Newberry Comics, and they were um, all produced at either the Wilbur or the Paradise. Yeah. And it's the Sheila Divine, which was like the like the last great Boston band to not make it na- na- nationally. Yeah, yeah. And that is just such a high energy show for such a small. Have you ever been to the Paradise? Yeah, long time. Very yeah. small Very venue, small. but they carried a lot of energy in that show. I saw Warren Zevon. Oh, and like the last time he ever performed, and that was a high energy show too. Considering I think he knew he was dying, he was dead. I think within uh, three years. But yeah, the other the other concert that I could have gone to and didn't go to was Queensrÿche Empire. Oh, oh man! Wow, that, that would have been. A, that would have been wow. I, I have I have a T shirt that I got from somebody that went to it, but it doesn't currently fit. But yeah, I, I yeah Queensrÿche Empire. Uh, live Crime is an excellent, I think, yes. live album. That's, That's the thing with Queensryche, too, is that they fell so far into the shit after, after Empire. I, I will say I love Promised Land. Okay. Promised Land is one of their best albums. Um, after that, it gets a little bleh. That was our uh, – Operation Mindcrime, Mike, was our uh, standard issue high school high album. School, yeah. yeah. Like every, every, every one Everybody. in our high school had that album. It was It was a rock opera. Yeah, it tells it tells a story throughout. You have this whole big, you know, you start you you have like the where he's going to end up, how he got there, and and story. Who doesn't love that one? Yeah, that's my quote. I don't think he's even it, familiar with it. It was who it was, was it was our, was it? It was no. our wall. No, but Wait, seriously, it was no. our wall. But, it among, was the but, wall. Um, but um, among our group of friends, there was one John. What was his name? John Staples. John Staples. Yep. Oh, he yeah. idolized. Yep. Of uh, Queens, right? John Staples. Who kept getting called down to the office and he never went because they kept calling for John Stapel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, that's not me. That's not me. I'm not going. 
Peter Gabriel has some good live albums. Yes, he does. He has some really good live albums. Yes. Now, I heard that he and Sting were touring this year, and I don't know how the hell I missed that one, but that would have been pretty interesting. Yeah. Because, I mean, as long as Sting is doing his rock stuff and not like, okay, I'm going to do like an hour of loot music. (laughs) Actually, Peter Gabriel's got some really interesting, like, um, uh, experimental songs. Oh, yeah. Have you ever listened to Passion? No. Passion is the um the the a soundtrack to the Last Temptation of Christ. Oh God. And it's Peter Gabriel. And it's just like this was what two yeah, two years after so. So it could oh you're looking it up? No, and no, I'm looking up something else. Oh, okay. Um oh it's 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 amazing music. It fits really well with the movie, but it's not like you wouldn't say, Oh yeah, it's Peter Gabriel. <laughs> Yeah, and like I said, Queen live at Wembley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, you know, it's a kind of the, the live version. Of it, it's a it's kind of it's a kind of magic is unbelievable. It's funny. Like, and you just you just you just get you know like I said as a guitar player, you just get a whole new appreciation for Brian May as a guitar. Yeah, because there he's he does all the guitar work on all the songs, right. especially on a live album on a live you know in concert where he has to play the rhythm, the lead. And just does it seem right? Is unbelievable. You play it? Well, yeah. Um, actually, there um, the fourth Mist game, Mist for Revelation. Um, Peter Gabriel actually has a song on the soundtrack for it. That actually does a actually plays during a fairly significant portion. It's, it's called Curtains. Okay. It was the original B side from his uh, single Don't Give Up. Nice. Hmm. Huh. It's a, it's very much an experimental song, but if you have the chance to check it out, it's actually it's not a bad song at all. Uh, I, I mentioned Moxie Fruvis earlier. And yeah. Their, their live album Live Noise gives you a good idea of the experience of being at one of their shows. All right. Because one of the things they would do is like engage the audience a little bit, and so they have like you know when they were talking about so how many of you are disappointed that Kasparov lost to Deep Blue <laughs> when they were at NMIT. <laughs> Um, another part was they were like, so what state has the lowest, highest point? And people are yelling out answers, and they start doing this groove of lowest, highest point, lowest, <laughs> highest point. And people are yelling. They're like, Maine. And I'm like, Maine has fucking Mount Washington. <laughs> um, it's got to be a state without fucking skiing. I, you know, I actually have. The answer is Mount Washington. Yeah. I actually have a They Might Be Giants live album, Severe Tire Damage. I have that too. Yeah, that's a great album. That's also a really good album. Yeah, no, let me ask you, do you did you notice at the very beginning that the guy announcing them fucked up their name? Yeah, he says, They, they must, must be, be giants. giants. I'm like, and they're, they're playing that one, and they sing, They, they might. Be yeah, exactly. The, whole, the first song. The, the first song they play is called "They Got Lost," and it's about <laughs> them getting lost to the venue, and then they just hit the "They <laughs> Might Be Giants." That's a good. That is a that's, good album. That's also yeah. I, I I believe that's the album I got when I went to see them live. Okay. Um, the um. Let's start. Go ahead. Yeah, but yeah, both both both. I was going to come up with severe time or damage as well because that yeah. was also a really good. And then, um, I mean, the problem is, like, my, in my formative years, most of my live albums were essentially unauthorized live concert recordings. Yeah. Who <laughs> looks? Um, so that's the thing, is that most of my live stuff was, like, it's not supposed to exist. And thanks to a purge of our basement, they don't exist anymore. Oh, no! A lot of cassettes. Yeah. There were a lot of cassettes taped together. Back then, yeah. Yep. Yeah, but you just, you just Mixed tape. 
Oh, eBay, thank you. <laughs> I actually still have a live REM um, live audio recording. What um, surprise. Yeah, on vinyl. Wow. Yeah, it's in my mother's basement somewhere. I gotta go grab that one. That was a really I good one, too. My, that was like mid-80s. My first live album that I bought was Alchemy, Dire Straits Alchemy. Yeah. I actually ended up getting it in Germany. Oh, really? It was a vinyl, because for some yeah. for whatever reason, I couldn't find it in the States. <laughs> so it was 1989, I went to Germany, you know, went to Germany. Cool. It was a record store, and I bought it. I was like, wow. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, this is a very interesting conversation. Yeah. A little yeah. longer than I thought it was, actually. Yeah. So, awesome. So anyway, um, next time we all meet, we'll be discussing our favorite nerd cocktails. Yay. Unfortunately, um, voting has been closed for that because we already recorded that episode. <laughs> <laughs> because if we're nothing, we're time travelers. We went Wibbly. back in time to record this episode. Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Nice. So you can uh, check out this as well as the next episode and every episode before and after at geeksalad.podbean.com. Follow all of the doings and goings on for uh, Geek Salad at Geek Salad Radio on Twitter, or uh, follow us on the Geek Salad Podcast, or just email us at Geek Salad Radio at gmail.com. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later. Good night, Boston!